Hello. Welcome to Marysville Church of Christ. This Holy Week, we are presenting a special series of lessons entitled Insurgency, in which we follow Jesus Christ from Jericho to Jerusalem, from Gabbatha to Golgotha, from the stone pavement to the Rolling Stone. This is Holy Week, and we are blessed to be doing it with you. Today is one of the most important days on the Christian calendar, Good Friday, the day we remember Christ on the cross. And despite the fact that the crucifixion of Christ stands as the centrality of all of the gospel message, it is still so frequently misunderstood. I have, in preparation for this, gone through and read every passage in the New Testament that defines a purpose to the cross. And out of all of them, there is one that stands out, and it comes from the mouth of Christ himself. In John chapter 12, there is a festival happening, and people from all over the world are coming, including Greeks. And some of these Greeks decided they wanted to have a conversation with this Jesus they've heard so much about. And as Jesus begins teaching them, he talks about his death. He admits that his heart is troubled, and he wrestles with the question, Father, save me from this moment. But ultimately he succumbs to it and says that he will glorify God through his death. And then he defines why. In verse 31 and 32 he writes, or he says, Now comes the judgment of this world. Now this world's ruler is going to be thrown out. And thirdly, when I've been lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. And in these three statements, he defines the entirety of the cross. First, we see the judgment of this world. Over the last couple of days, we've examined the way that the kingdom of God and the kingship of Christ stand in opposition to the kingship of this world and the kingdoms of earth. We saw and juxtaposed Christ with Caiaphas, a religious leader so blinded by his Roman nationalism and ide ideologies that he lost track of what it was to be a Jew. We examined Jesus alongside of Pilate, an all-encompassing Roman presence, with a reminder of how the world functions off the currency of violence and wealth. But today, today Jesus strikes back. Today his insurgency reaches a fever pitch, its climax, as he lobbies the single greatest assault against the status quo, he launches his invasion against what is the norm. And he declares war on the principalities and powers. But in the most upside down and radically self-sacrificial way, 
Jesus does not do it by drawing himself up with a sword or spear upon a white war horse riding into battle, but rather with a crown of thorns adorned with a purple robe that would be stripped from him as he was elevated upon his throne of a wooden cross. Jesus' primary objectives upon the cross was first to cast judgment against the world, to show the world that the way it has been will not be the way it will be. And in so doing, he lit a fire in the hearts of many, including myself, as we stand in his kingdom in opposition to the kingdoms of this world, fighting with love and peace and kindness and generosity, providing unity and light to a world of darkness and division. But I want you to notice what else the cross did. Second, it will cast out the ruler of this world. It will cast out the ru ruler of this world. For far too long we have been in subjection to and in opposition to Satan. For far too long, his vice grip around us has stifled our growth, our joy, our hope, and our peace. And yet, in this moment upon the cross, Jesus disarms him, as Paul writes in Colossians 2. He makes a spectacle of them. He defeats them. And even though in this moment, two days before Easter, even in this moment, Satan thinks he's won, he's lost. And he's lost control of the kingdoms of this world. He's lost control of this earth because a new kingdom came, the church. And his time as supreme chancellor and ruler over all, his time is coming to an end. Because Christ declared his victory. Just like in World War II, the United States won the war for all intents and purposes in the effectiveness and success of D-Day. There was still a war to be fought before V-Day, and the peace treaty was signed. So likewise, too, we find ourselves in a unique time in between the definitive victory of Christ over this world and over Satan, and yet we are awaiting V-Day, the day when he comes back. And in the meantime, we are fighting to cast out the ruler of this world day in and day out, undoing his division with unity, his pain with healing, his fear with peace, and his hate with love. But we couldn't have done it without the message of the cross being presented to us. We couldn't have done it without the example of Jesus. And thirdly, he will draw all people to himself. There is no race, ethnicities, gender, role, status, political ideologies, affiliations in the kingdom of God. All of the, the things the world divides with all of them were taken and nailed to a cross that disintegrated into the soil and is no longer here.
Every ounce of guilt and shame has been thrown into the depths of the sea, has been taken with Christ down to Hades and left there. Every sin and wrongdoing that any of us have ever uh, managed to do, even the most depraved thoughts of our mind, the skeletons we bury deep in our closets, all of them have been taken and abolished, annihilated in the radiant love of Christ on the cross. And so now all people have a chance to walk freely to Jesus, unencumbered by their past or their sins, unencumbered by socioeconomic statuses, nationalities, genders, or ideologies. All of them can walk freely to the cross of Calvary. And there they can find freedom from the judgments of this world, freedom from the ruler of this world, and freedom from themselves. They can find wholeness where there was only brokenness and hope, where there was only fear. Today we find ourselves looking back 2,000 years upon the cross as our Savior and King hangs naked with a crown of thorns and a proclamation of King of the Jews above him. We look back at that moment and we find hope and peace in the fact that the, the world has been judged. The status quo has been overturned in the kingdom of God. We find solace in the fact that Satan, the one who afflicts us daily, is subdued and one day will be destroyed. And we find incredible peace in the fact that we can come to God in wholeness, and in hope. Meditate on these things. And as always, God bless you, and go with God.